a uh, sheet of card on there that will help you with the talk, um, help you to follow it through. I want to have a look at those afterwards. I want to see them all nicely filled in. Um, so I'm going to stand at the back and you can come and show me your lovely clipboards at the end and I'll take them in. That'll be absolutely lovely. So let's pray. Father, um, we just want to thank you um, for these wonderful food gifts. Um, Father, we pray that they will go to the families that really need it. Um, Lord, thank you that we can do this thing um, as we are thinking about Advent and thinking our minds, uh, thinking about Christmas. Um, Lord, would you help us to bless other people, and particularly those who need it the most. Uh, So, Lord, would you bless these gifts, and would they go to the people who really, truly need it? In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Lord, as we sit um, here this afternoon, and we listen to the words um, that are written in your Bible, um, Lord, I pray by your Spirit that these words would become light and life and love for us, that we'll be encouraged by hearing them, and that we'll be challenged by them, and that in some way, we'll grow closer to you, Lord Jesus. Um, Lord, I pray for our children and young people as they uh, stay with us. Um, Lord, by your spirit, um, would you just show them the little nuggets that you want them to take home today? And would that be so for us adults too? In Jesus' name, amen. Wonderful. So today, we're going to be having a look at Advent. Now, I need five volunteers who kind of like drama. So Hannah, you, your, yours went up. Lydia, please come out. That's two. Uh, we'll have Seb and Ralph. That's four. And I'll have, go on Fern. I'll have Fern. That's five. Thank you everybody for being willing. If you guys, yeah, you stay there. That'd be great. I'm going to give you some props that we need. So Lydia, could you put those just by the side of you there, just by the side, on the floor, just up so that you can see their cones. Perfect. Wonderful. I'm going to give that to you, Lydia. And you need to face everybody. That'd be lovely. I need to give um, that to Seb. Thank you. Turn around, make sure everybody could see it. That to Fern. Thank you. Uh, Hannah, could you come this side? And I'm going to give you that one. And then Ralph, if you could have this one and show it that side to everybody, I'd appreciate it. Thank you. And then I need this. If we could all look toward, if the five of six of us could look in that direction, that would be wonderful. But show your things in that direction. That would be lovely. So we're going to look that way. If you could show your things that way, that would be wonderful. Can you do that? Lovely. That's it. You're going to look that way. Show this this way. Wonderful. Fern, how long have you been waiting here? You've been waiting here a while? Yeah? You've been waiting here a while? Yeah. Ralph, how, long, how much longer do you think it's going to be? How much longer do you think it's going to be? I don't know. You tell me. Hannah, how much longer? (laughs) 
I've been here 9.30. Awesome. Wow. Well, it's only like half past four, so we've got ages if it's waiting until half past nine. Can anybody tell us what we're doing? Oh, thank you, Zion. Next time, could you put your hand up for me? That would be really helpful. We're waiting. We're waiting for different things. Absolutely. And it's taking ages for it to happen. Uh, We have Hannah. Hannah is waiting for a bus. Could you show everybody your bus timetable? And put your hand up if you've ever waited for a bus on a wet, cold day. Yeah, wet, cold day. And it just seems ages, that this bus is taking ages to arrive, and you're getting cold, and you're getting wet, and you're getting fed up. This is what Hannah is feeling. Wet, cold, fed up. But she knows all she has to do is wait, and the bus will arrive, and it'll take her where she needs to go. Brilliant. Um, Lydia, you look that way. So everybody can show everybody what's in your basket. Wonderful. Now, I want you to picture the scene... This was the scene for me this morning. Um, you go to the supermarket, you get all the things you need in your basket, and then you line up for the queue. As I, put your hands up if you've ever been in a supermarket queue that never seems to go down. Have you ever been in one of those queues? It just never seems to go down. You're always at the end, and you're like hoping that the person at the front's not going to ask for a price check or that their card doesn't get declined, because you know that all that's going to take more time. Well, Lydia's there. She's waiting. She's been waiting for ages. Uh, But she knows she just needs to hang on in there, and she will get to pay for her things, take it home, and be able to enjoy her shopping. Ralph, show what you have there. Wonderful. Ralph has a parcel. Put your hand up if you've ever been to the co-op post office. The co-op post office wonderful. I want you to imagine it's a busy day and there's somebody in front of you who has like masses of parcels all need to be weighed individually and put the sticker on and you're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and getting more and more frustrated. Put your hand up if you've ever been in that situation. I definitely have. Well, this is Ralph. He is waiting. He's been waiting there forever. But he knows that if he he wants this parcel to get to where it's going, he has to wait. There's nothing else he can do. He has to wait and so he can send it to where it's going. Perfect. Now, Seb, um, what do you have? Seb has a baby's book. Can everybody see it? That's it. Now, Seb, in our imaginary world... In our imaginary world, uh, he is going to have a baby brother or sister soon. In, in our imaginary world, okay? He's going to have a baby brother or sister soon, and he's waiting. Now, can anybody tell me, how long do you have to wait for a baby to be born? How long is the pregnancy? Um, Eden, how long? How long is the pregnancy? Ten minutes. It's not ten minutes. I'm sure people wish it was ten minutes, but it's not. Ultimately, how long is it? Nine months. Nine months. Put your hand up if you think waiting for nine months is a long time. I, I'm, I'm going to say that's a long time. Nine months. That's a long time. And Seb's been waiting for nine months. He's got his book. He's looking through. He's trying to help his mum and dad figure out some names. Nine months. Can anybody tell, like, help Seb and his family 
how could they pass the time to get ready for the baby? If they're thinking about getting ready for the baby, how could they pass the time getting ready in a good way? I'll come back to you in a second. In a good, positive way. Elena? Maybe buying stuff, like for the baby. For the baby. Could you say what kind of stuff? <clears throat> Maybe um, the things they might need, like growing up, so like um, wipes or something like that. Awesome. So there we are. We've got some wipes. Brilliant. I think buying some stuff for the baby would be massively helpful. Hugo? Push it out. Lovely. That's really encouraging. But could you think of one thing that they could buy for our baby? One thing. Sensible thing. Pants. So some nappies. Nappies. That might be helpful. I'm, I'm not going to... You've got a twinkle in your eyes, Ian. I don't trust you. Libby? A cot. A cot. That's more sensible. Alice? Clothes. That is really sensible. Clothes. Uh, yes, Autumn. Toys. Toys. Nice. Yes. Lily? Lots of nappies. Yes, lots of nappies. That will be helpful. And last one. A dummy. Uh, that's right, a pacifier. A dummy. Or what we used to call them, dodies. Yeah, awesome. Dody. Now, we've looked at you four. The last one is Fern. Fern has an advent calendar. Could you open it up for me, please? Wonderful. Thank you. Can you show everybody your advent calendar? Don't worry. No, no, Hugo, just leave it on the floor. It's fine. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. Now, can anybody tell me how many windows does an advent calendar normally have in it? How many windows? Valentina. 24. 24. Some have 25, don't they? Some have, but normally you have 24 because the 25th one is Christmas Day. And so you don't need it. You don't need it because it's Christmas Day. We can celebrate. Now, can somebody tell me, how can Advent calendars help us when we're thinking about Christmas? How could, they can help us in two ways. How can they help us? Ashley, you had your hand up. How can they help us? God. Brilliant. They can remind us about God, can't they, Ashley? They can remind us about Jesus. That was, that was uh, one of the things that I thought about. And the way that they do that is in traditional Advent calendars. You open up the window, there's a little picture, and then there's normally a little Bible verse. And then every day... You can have a look at that, and that can remind you of the story. Excellent. Thank you, Ashley. Uh, the second way. Um, it can help by, um, you don't need to count down in your head. You, have to, you can count them in the Advent calendar. That was exactly the phrase I wrote down. It helps you to count down to Christmas. Brilliant. It helps you to wait and to count down. And that's what Advent is all about. Can we have um, my next slide, please? Perfect. So in this church, um, next Sunday is the first Sunday of Advent, and we'll have a lovely Advent wreath over here with five candles, the four Sundays leading up to Christmas, and then the, the big one in the middle, uh, which is 
to be lit on Christmas Day to remind us that Jesus Christ is the light of the world and that he was born on that very first Christmas Day. And so Advent is all about arrival. That's what it means. It means arrival. And we're waiting to celebrate that arrival of Jesus that very first Christmas and the arrival that one day he'll come back again as well. That's the Christian's hope is that he'll come back again and make this world absolutely wonderful. So brilliant. So Advent, it's all about waiting. It's all about remembering, like what Ashley said, waiting and remembering. Perfect. Guys, could you put those back and go back to your seats? That's wonderful. Thank you. Now then, we're thinking about Advent. We're thinking about waiting and remembering. And I'm just going to show you the Bible. Can you see the bigger, thick part of my Bible there? Can you see that? The bigger, thick part? It's two parts. So for the Bible, there's two parts. There's the Old Testament, which is this bigger, thicker part. And the Old Testament talks all the way through from God creating the world, all the way through to um, just like all the way through to before Jesus was born. And then the thinner part is the New Testament, which describes all about Jesus and all about the early church. Now, the amazing thing about this thicker part, the Old Testament, is that there's loads of predictions in here. In Christian speech, we call it prophecy. After three, can we all say prophecy? One, two, three. Prophecy. So loads of predictions, loads of prophecies talking about a king that was going to be born. And they didn't have to wait nine months, which we all thought was a long time, right? They didn't have to wait 24 days, like our advent calendar is going to help us wait 24 days. They had to wait hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. I want to read you one of these prophecies. It's in the Old Testament. It's in the book of Isaiah. And it was written 500 years before Jesus was born. And then we're going to have a look at some of the amazing things that it says in it. So this is the passage. It says this. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. For a child is born to us. A son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. That means forever. The passionate commitment of the Lord of heaven's armies will make this happen. Now, that's amazing. That was written 500 years before Jesus was born. And then at the end of the Old Testament, There was basically, this is what happened. We've got 
the end of the book of Malachi, which is in the Old Testament, and then we have one page. Now, this one page represents 400 years, right? This is what happens. 400 years later, and then we start with Jesus, okay? 400 years, we sk- just by turning one page, and we start with Jesus. I want us just to rethink about, as we are getting ready for Advent, because Advent starts next week, as we're preparing to wait to celebrate Jesus, I want to just look at who he is and the wonder of who he is from the Old Testament. Remember, the people, God's people in the Old Testament have been waiting for this king for hundreds of years. And it describes some wonderful things about who this king is. First of all, it says that he is going to come as a child, as a baby. And we see that in the Christmas story, don't we? There's Mary, she's pregnant. She's often pictured on a donkey with Joseph leading the donkey along all the way down into Bethlehem. And then she has her baby in the stable and the baby is born. So 500 years before that happened, the prophet Isaiah said, a child is given to us. 500 years later, Mary gives birth to a baby in a stable. Isn't that amazing? 500 years earlier, the prophet Isaiah said that this baby is going to be a boy. Did you notice that? A son is given to us. Did you notice that? Now, modern day science, on week 24... You can have a scan, and they'll tell you that you can either have a, you'll either be having a girl or a boy, and it's 70% accurate, okay? I know people who've told me that they got told it was going to be a girl, and hey, presto, it was a boy. Surprise. And the other way around. It's only 70% accurate. But have you seen this? 500 years before Jesus was born, Isaiah said, a boy would be born. And what do we see that first Christmas? A boy is born. 100% accurate. 500 years. That's amazing. So here we have, we have this baby in a manger. And you've all been to nativities, I'm sure. And we're all like, oh, the baby's so cute. This baby's so adorable. It's so lovely. And look at all the children playing it out. It's wonderful. But did you notice who that baby is described as? Let me just go through it to you again. It says this about this baby. This baby is wonderful counselor. That's the name given to Holy Spirit. This baby is wonderful counselor. Just so that we don't miss it, I love the next phrase. The next phrase says that this baby is mighty God. Did you notice that? Did you notice that? This baby is mighty God. It says that this baby is everlasting father. This baby is father God. You want to know who father God is? He's in this baby. Isn't that amazing? And then it says this baby is the prince of peace. This is the baby that can give us peace between us and God, peace in ourselves, 
and peace with one another. That's what this baby can do. In this baby. 500 years before Jesus is born, we get told that a baby's going to be born, he's going to be a boy, and he's going to be God. He's going to be God as a person. God entering our world so that we can see what God is like through the lens of a human person. Isn't that amazing? Now then, Fern had a calendar. We're going to give one of these Advent calendars to every family at the end of this service. And one of the reasons that we're going to do that is because my hope for myself and my family, and I stress the word hope, my hope for myself and my family is that I take Jesus seriously this Advent that I decide that I'm going to communicate with this Jesus, who is mighty God. That I'm going to decide that not just me, but my family are going to sit down and open one of these windows every day. We're going to look at the picture. We're going to put in the sticker. We're going to read what it says. And in our hearts, we're going to remember Jesus. And not just remember but we're going to talk to Jesus and we're going to listen for Jesus. That's my hope for this Advent. I wonder if that could also be your hope. So we're going to give you one of these. Take it home. Unwrap it. Please put it somewhere where it can be seen. And my hope for you and for me is that we'll use it to draw near to Jesus this Advent because he's mighty God. He's mighty God. Yet he says, come to me. Talk to me. Spend time with me. I'm waiting for you to come and just simply spend some time with me. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I love you so much. And it's easy to say, but it's true. And Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord, that you would help me to draw near to you. That you would help me to, to leave the business to one side. And that I would be able to carve out a little bit of time for me and for my family just to draw near to you and just to talk to you. Please help me to do that. I need your help just even to do that. Help me to do that, Lord Jesus. Amen. We're going to um, listen to a track. Um just as a reflection and maybe I just want to encourage you as we listen to this track just to try it just spend a few moments just speaking to Jesus <laughs>